0: For that we have
1: perfecto nice timing on the recording
0: recording in progress mm-hmm.
1: okay we will pick rock
2: up you hmm? rock you sorry you lost <laughs> after we will
1: pick up from the from the moment that a tape blood from a clan that you're not entirely sure of and a name you didn't Quite catch, but seems to be somewhat, for lack of a better word, perhaps even most probably the smitten with m- human seeker, mm-hmm, More mm-hmm. than happy to 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 indulge her. Take these people to to Shea out? of course. Anywhere in particular? No, just a tree there. Yeah, there's a, a tree here, here, and here. Any anyone that you want. Tends <laughs> it, it open. The bark folds over itself. <laughs> you guys walk through. <laughs> just the two of you this time, and walk through a tree. And your feet land, and you are on the ground and the edge of Sheikh Karadal, not the area where you originally um, teleported in down on that uh, sort of built into the side of this chasm, but up top where the um, um, parliament building was, and you can see the Parliament Building in the distance there, but it seems like the tree that you got spat out of is a couple mile walk from from them. All all around you, you see elves milling about the highest population that, that you've ever seen before, minus the fact that you were just here not long ago and a uh, shame or die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're getting some odd looks immediately, though fortunately walking through trees is not completely unheard of here a human and a rainbow horn green-eyed dark-skinned tiefling with no chaperones is a bit strange but at first you're like oh boy what are, what is that guy gets into but then you see humans walking by you see some doors walking past and and you your your heart rate calms a bit um as much as it can after the chaos that just happened and you realize this is after all a capital Facility, just like how in Agarstone, and you know, there's mostly humans. There's still a good number of dwarves and some elves. Here, just flip all the proportions. Many, many, many elves. A decent number of humans. Some, some dwarves. You see, some halflings, and actually a fair number of gnomes here. Probably the largest gnomish population that you've seen. It seems as though you were spat out right, basically near a booming marketplace. And you can smell the smells, and you hear the songs, almost a constant din over this place. And again, in the distance, you see the, the, the parliament building from where you were absconded only about three, two uh, two and a half hours about this point in time. But what do you guys do as you appear out chaperonless in the middle of Sheikh Cairnum?
2: How are you doing, Norman? <clears throat>
3: Well, the head's still throwing a bit, but, you know, like, considering that, sounds like I got off pretty easy. So, I'm doing all right.
2: Good. (sighs) Do you even want to go shopping, or should we try to make our way back to our quarters?
3: Well, I'm always curious what they might have here. But, you know, the cold city is always abundantly sparse. So... I'm see, maybe Sheikharida is a little less so because it's perhaps a little bit more protected in some ways or more. Do I get the impression that it's it's like less common to travel to Sheikharida than it is to go to the court city? Yes, by mm-hmm. far and above, mm-hmm. by
1: by an enormous amount. The court city is the
3: center of
1: Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Um everybody and anything is welcome there to to do any sort of business. This city in comparison is even smaller than that of um, Stillwood. Mm -hmm. And relatively, uh, if you recall, I said it was probably, I described it in some detail. I I won't reiterate here, but you have the sense that this was one time a sprawling dragon. Mm -hmm. What would account for a dragon metropolis? But that might only house a couple hundred dragons, right? Mm -hmm, So there's, mm -hmm a couple of tens of thousands of denizens here, but nothing, nothing compared to the thrumming
3: throngs that makes up the court city. Was mm-hmm. there anything that you had in mind of, of looking at?
2: Not me. I'm all shopped out after the court city.
3: That's fair. I'm curious if they, well, being surrounded by trees and nature here, I wonder if they might have more herbs and medicinal plants that could be useful.
2: Certainly. Let's go take a look.
0: Yes, certainly. So, hey. The two
1: of you together walk to the market. Uh, again, a bit of odd looks, mingled with distrust here, but when you begin to jangle y- y- your uh, um, coin pouches and they they see platinum, Be between your fingers you know gold platinum spends as well here as it does anywhere else so I'm sure that there are some things that that you can find Uh, For the sake of not not taking a tremendous amount of time here with the three of us I I, we won't go through all of which is procured I will ask um, one of you to make an investigation check and so the both of you can or one can advantage
3: using the other one as the help action. What do you feel?
2: Either is fine by me. Uh,
3: well, given how I roll, let's see each do one.
2: Okay. I got 18.
0: Plus.
1: Oh, you're using dice now?
2: <laughs> I told you.
1: Yeah. I you gonna that you are going to use the Okay, that's
0: fine.
3: I'm more than happy. All right, well, I'm almost done typing this out anyway. 1D20 plus. Investigation. Investigation's probably a four. Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Ten total. And ten. (laughs) What
1: what, what did you get, Rachel? Eighteen, you said?
2: Eighteen, yep.
1: Okay, you guys split up a bit, just sort of weaving through the um, stalls. Don't want to ask a few people here and there, but maybe maybe it's just the unbelievable experience and and the information that was just dropped upon him maybe it's just norman being norman but he's struggling to find the words to to ask he goes herbs herbs you have any herbs And they're like yes we have many herbs he goes oh thank goodness this is so much easier then they show him a bunch of oregano cilantro parsley and rosemary which knowing norman he's like actually i will buy some some of this and slides it few copper across across. And he's like, no, I'm talking like good herbs. Ah, saffron. You're a man of many tastes. No, 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 no. The good stuff. At which time, a man you, you've gone right up to to place and says, Hi, I'm looking for medicinal herbs of the magical rare sort. And they go, Yeah, over there. So you <laughs> come back, find a Norwin, uh, tug on his on his on his sleeve as he is in the midst of procuring saffron for a couple silver, going, I don't know if I really need this, but it smells good. And you point over t- t- toward a-, a nice storefront, not a stall here, but a nice actual storefront that has hanging plants, overabundance of flowers, lilac, and trellises and vines o- over across it. As you walk in, you, you can immediately know, norm- you can immediately smell that this smells familiar to, to the herbs that you are familiar with. Um, in what amounts they are and the, the, the cost of them, we, we can decide outside, oh, so suffice to say, I'm sure you will procure as much as you can from here. Yep. And 15 15 minutes or so, excuse me, 15 minutes or so after we're walking in, you, you two head out and you have had a small satchel full of um, herbs and maybe even some, some pre-made poultices if you were, were so inclined to do so. Mm-hmm. good use of your time and coin just so i know no how much money do you have on you because <laughs> you might need to ask ask annie for a payday Got it. loan
3: yeah i absolutely will i have one gold uh seven silver and two copper i just redu- i just uh dropped down two silver for the uh, saffron and one copper for the other herbs yeah so
1: I, I'm not sure the exact amount, but if you guys are going to be departing soon, anyways, mm-hmm. it may be wise for Annie to. Seeing that Rowan says, Oh, yes, I'll buy your knobweed. And he pulls out his coin person, and they all just, the few coins he has come spilling out. Mm-hmm. Rowan. Annie gets a feeling like, uh, This kid or Ancient Elf, wherever the fuck he is now, probably <laughs> needs a bit of a stipend
3: for the next month.
2: I'll give you your mm-hmm. allowance ahead of time.
3: Thank you, <laughs> because at some point I was planning on going back to Hyamont and I could hit the bank up there.
2: True, we do have quite a bit in the bank.
3: Yes, oh, let's see. That was mostly so I could maybe get Al started working on these stabs, so <clears> one, <throat> you know, hopefully not going to be doing anything too major in the next month or so. Yeah. Uh,
2: we'll see. It's a good good idea, and we can see then if Earth's stuff is done.
3: Yes, that was also my intention, and maybe pick up the ring from ego. Yes. And just check on how they're doing.
2: Yeah. That is smart. I probably will let you go by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I need to stay on the trail of staying in the public eye in the court city.
3: That makes sense. I'll be here for a few days because I won't be able to... Um, kind of landlocked at the moment, so. I mean, I could walk, I suppose, but.
2: You I wouldn't, wouldn't get very far.
3: Yeah, maybe. And who knows, it's better to relax here anyway.
2: Very true. Yes.
1: Annie, is there, is there a certain amount of, of... Gold and platinum that that you'd like to I'm not sure how much you have either on you or in the unbox um, or any amount that you want to to give him up front, or are you going to just pay for whatever the herbs are and
2: I'll send them pay on for his whatever way the herbs are because I probably i I don't want to open the box right now
0: makes and sense so me.
2: before you leave for high mott or we split, then I would pull from the box what you request, just let me know what you want, but sure. yep. For now, Annie's just paying out of purse.
0: Okay.
1: Steven, you. you and I can do some uh, dice rolling when, when, when we're together, and we'll jot down the um, the am- amounts that you get, the total costs, and then uh, we'll re- relay that back to Rachel, who can remove it from her, uh, from, from, from Annie's personal purse. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, we'll figure out what the other stuff is today, probably. Perfect. Okay, cool. So you walk out. You're having this discussion as you're walking through the market. There's unbelievable sense. There are fucking there are fruits this big around, and you're wondering what could be such a bit of fruit. And it seems to be actually apples. Um, apples where where some an elf with a scimitar will cut them from the tree. They'll land on this wooden table, and they'll and they come into these big, enormous pieces that look like watermelon. Um, slices like wedges, and people come, put down a copper, and walk away eating on that. There's clearly some magical enhancement. In this entire place, staving off the the chill, no snow within sight up here, at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would guess there's also some magical enhancement to the, to the, the natural flora here. And as you walk through, you do see some very exotic things, things that might seem more mundane if they were the normal size or color or shape even, but that are fairly exotic here, and some things that you have no idea what they are whatsoever at all. So with a few copper, maybe silver here and there, really um, nickels and dimes to... to to you guys at this point um you can if you choose to to partake in some of these interesting things as you meander your way through the market um is there any other destination in the market or any object in particular you'd like to seek or are you heading back to your quarters or the parliament
3: building well it's wherever Annie needs to go or wherever you think you need to be
2: we can go back to the quarters if they want to summon me they can if they don't My know answer. I'm there for a while, then that's their fault.
3: Yep, yeah, I suppose. So we can maybe check and see if Elspeth is in the quarters. Very true. A, if that's the case, you know. How long has it been since we left?
1: What I <laughs> estimate. At this point, after shopping and milling around, a small, I'm not saying you, you guys are lazing around, just more like, you know, weaving your way through the stores and stalls to head your way back. Um. Uh, it's probably been about, been about three hours since you originally left now, around there.
3: Okay. <coughs> so, yeah, hopefully that's still not toiled up with them. But, I guess we'll see.
2: Yep. Hopefully it's going faster than that. Well, if not, we can practice. Herbs yeah. are familiar.
3: Yep, that works for me.
2: Like your brain hasn't been assaulted enough today.
3: We just got herbs. We don't need more yeah. oh, salt.
2: Where's Earth when we need him?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly so. Do we even know the way over to the, the place or do we have to like, keep asking people? Well, the fortunate thing is it's
1: fairly easy because you know, you can see the parliament building and if you head toward that, not that you're going there, if you head toward that, you'll then be able to look and see the sheer drop-off. Mm-hmm. And then when you reach the sheer drop-off, you'll be able to meet those switchback stairwells. If you recall, it was about an hour and a half long walk from the parliament building to your, I'm sorry, from your quarters to the par- parliament building or the Castle Carn, we meeting. So it's easy enough, even though this place is large, there's some landmarks. And the biggest landmark for you all is the fact that Sheik Karadal does seem to be more or less built on the edge of a very large, deep chasm. And you know that your quarters are built on the side of that, the sheer side of that, the fingers Mm -hmm. sticking out, if you will. So you don't have to ask for direction. The things will begin to become familiar enough in in time if you choose to head back to your quarters first is what I'm understanding. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay? Make your way. An hour or so goes past, hour and a half. You head downwards, downwards, downwards. You get some funny looks here and there. You get stopped once by an Elvish guard that asks for your papers, your your credentials, mm-hmm. and it's asked in Elvish, almost like a test. And you both, knowing Elvish, reply easily. What what would what, what would you say to an an, an Elven individual wearing armor? Um, granted, like you know. Leaf like chain, um, um, leather, leather armor and, and a spear, and two companions asking for your papers, your credentials.
2: Do we even still have the papers on us?
3: We have our coins of
2: mm-hmm. the city, we could show those.
3: Yeah, I mean, you are the acting diplomat of the court city here yeah, for, mm-hmm. you know, I, I
2: mean, would pull out my coin and say, I'm the acting diplomat of the court city here with Princess Elspeth to speak with the council.
1: Persuasion check. Persuasion? Yes, persuasion.
2: That is 24. Mm
1: -hmm. He looks at the coin, squints. There seems to be some recognition there, but not an enormous amount, but you're officious tone and the words that, that you use are enough. And there's probably been a word out now that Princess of Ceremonia is here with guards and, and whatnot, um, that the words check out. And he says, oh, where are you heading to?
2: At our quarters.
1: Please allow us to escort you.
2: Uh, no, thank you. I've had enough today. Okay. Okay.
1: They stand mm-hmm. aside and let you walk. You do notice that they're uh, keeping about 30 feet be- behind you, just sort of walking in your wake. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Not b- bothering you but by any means. And you do head down there and you see the grand art. Sculpture is a stonework. This unbelievably vast chasm here that goes out maybe a couple, a a few hundred feet before you can see the opposite side through the the sifting um, snow and fog till it comes up and then levels out Uh, again on the other side. You guys are making a beeline after all this exhaustion and excitement back to your quarters. When you get there, you see the, the form, uh, the, the female elven form of uh, Kihana, the mm-hmm. younger um, of the um, three that, that you met so far. And she is standing uh, outside your doors, just swords sheathed and, and arms crossed. this moment in time, just looking on. She sees you oh, yeah, yeah. quickly, and walks f- forward.
3: Not gone as long as we thought. Mm, cool. I think we were pretty expeditious with our business. But are we you saying, Anaxaria?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, Norwin was fast.
3: Yeah. They're waiting for you inside.
1: And she goes and opens the, the, the uh, greenhouse door. Mm-hmm. As you enter within, you very immediately see um, Elspeth it is standing there, looking at flowers, seemingly having a a what could pass for a casual conversation with this other elf here, the elder, um, the mother of the proprietor um Kira excuse me. Kira 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 Kirona. Yeah. She's asking what these what these flowers are. Do they do anything? No, they're just pretty. <laughs> they smell so so good. Yes, they're flowers. And uh, they're seem to be just having a conversation for what what could pass for her, at least for um casual and friend friendly. But the moment that your door opens up, Elspeth turns to to see you and almost uh, uh, not almost, a a very clear look of relief washes across her face. She goes, thank the host. And she steps up to to, to you both. Well?
0: Well? we're here. I'm back.
2: We're back. I hope you held down the fort and it was slightly enjoyable?
1: No. Of course it was, of course it was, she says louder so mm-hmm. so the, the alpha behind her can hear uh it was it was very enjoyable speaking with the tessacon after you left i think we circled around the same topic 10 or 12 times about why you are being brought to um the hidden capital which many of them couldn't even locate if they wanted to so you caused quite the stir and they want answers. And I told, told them, don't ask me. Don't ask you for the answers, though so I think that they'll be asking you the questions. I would recommend deflecting onto their own people. As far as I can tell, you three were dragged there, essentially. And uh, they can deal with that themselves. Yeah, I think that's probably wise.
2: Yep, I would agree. <laughs>
1: I tried to focus conversation back on the idea that we are here to invite them to a summit and re- reiterating your words, Enix, sorry, about how important it is that we stand together in this. And I even, taking a cue from you, which I didn't expect, but taking a cue from you, I, I really hammered home the danger of these mind flayers and the undead that have even reached into Agristone. And if they're in Agristone, that's only a hop and a skip and a jump uh southeast and they could be in Alfheim. they're so they're so focused on their eastern front um who's to say what could could come I think I stirred up a bit of mess from that but uh, honestly there I think their minds were all all over the place um they call the recess, for which I'm used to recess as being about an, an hour. This is a day. And we'll start again tomorrow at noon at the, at the zenith of the sun. Say one thing about the, about the elves, but despite the fact that they don't sleep, they don't get up super early either. <laughs> it seems like their days t- tend to begin when the sun is at the highest point in the sky. Don't blame them. I suppose that's normal when you can see in the dark and, and only need a, a handful of hours to rest each night. Yeah.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Undying <laughs> um, Court, they basically implied that they were already won over and coming to the council, right? They were sending someone.
1: According to no, it was it was Moonseeker that when you guys were were leaving said, since she is now according to her deal with them twenty years years prior, less than that whatever whatever, however number years prior um, (laughs) when she brought Norman there, she is now sworn to them, um, and she said that she has to go back to the Undying Court and be their bitch pretty much forever and ever and ever and ever, but. If they allow her to, she'll speak on your behalf and, re- and reiterate the importance of attending this and considering what happened here and the information that was gathered because of Norwin and you and you all, she believes that they will understand the importance of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was discussed that there are three major powers in, all, in Alfheim, the Undying Court, the Kormantir cor- 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 and the Kern. Mm-hmm. is the one that you're trying to uh beseech right now and they're the ones that are in charge of the military the populace mm-hmm. everything the undying First court here the is lady
2: illustrile
1: lady Illustrial, and it's a count. you're not sure the number of them they keep that prey tightly under wraps but it's a number of of mages clerics warlocks um sorcerers wizards such uh, that's their mm-hmm. major magical force, and what is considered the most terrifying, um, military aspect of um, Elfheim. But separate, the commander there can direct them, but they cannot order them if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yep, makes sense. Ospa says, Well, uh, sounds like quite the ordeal. Uh, come in. And she leads you into the the door, which is currently open, where you see tables there in the general, um, you know, there's that common room there with the five offshoot rooms. In the common room Mm -hmm. right now, you see Alcus there. Looking out the windows, just keen-eyed, as always. Jabeska's playing cards with two with two other nameless guards that are, are there at this moment in time. Eklund is standing near the doorway, undoubtedly listening in on everything that's being said right now. And as you three walk in, Elspeth turns and says, thank you for t- teaching me about all your pretty flowers. Says she closes the door on Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is actually a, a, a lock on your side of the door. And she goes ahead and quietly locks that.
0: hmm
1: hmm at this point, we can accelerate a, a bit here. We don't have to RP every single thing and, and conversation and what not happening. Um, Elspeth and Ackman will, of course, ask for all the details of what just happened, but it's up to you guys if you wish to divulge them or if you wish to, to take them into a private room or if you wish to, to say, I'm sorry, I, I, can't, I can't divulge that. It's private. How would you respond to queries and questions like that?
2: I would look at Norwin and take his lead, to be honest, and in the future, whatever he does right now is more of what I'm going to lean on. Yes.
0: So
1: what happened, Norwin? That's, Hecklin was telling me, and as far as I know, that's, I don't know if that's ever happened before, that a human and and a dwarf and a tiefling are brought to the hidden capital. There has to be a, a reason, a
3: good one. Yes. There was a reason, and it was a good one, but at this time, I don't think it's wise to reflect upon that in the uh, public hemisphere, at least at this point. There is some sensitive information that is less than pertinent to our current standings. However, the information that was pertinent, I will be sure to let you know shortly after I've had a bit of time to reflect upon what has transpired.
2: What we can promise is that they are thinking deeply about coming to the summit, and we have someone speaking on our behalf with them pressing the importance of it, so I do think we swayed things at least a little bit in a good direction.
1: Yes. Alspeth looks surprised, like a uh, an unexpected boom this was people you don't simply uh you don't simply request a meeting with the undying court so she's mm-hmm. she says she said that's wonderful and she looks over at, at Eklund and he still looking at you marwin he says quietly he takes a step forward and says quietly enough that that Annie and Elspeth can hear, but not enough that the other elven or otherwise Grace can hear And he says, the gift I gave you before you went,
3: did you see anything uncouth? Do we have concern here? Uncouth? No. There was certainly a lot that I saw that I would not have seen otherwise, but I didn't see anything that would raise alarms. Except Anaxoria. Yeah, I'll, I'll say an infernal, like, do we want to tell them about your little friend?
2: We might as well. I have no idea what's even going on with it.
3: Yes. Well, one thing that was of note is that I don't know how long this has happened, but there seems to be at least some sort of pixie or something following Anaxoria.
2: I did see it after my performance, too, back in the Court City.
3: At the Tangala.
2: Yes, I believe so.
3: Actually, hang on a sec. Let me just check one thing. Um, I do. And without without as much warning as possible, no one's going to cast fairy fire straight on Annie
1: okay and you and that 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 it's i think it's a 30 foot cube so all of you are suddenly bathed in this colorful light and are now shimmering with like an aurora borealis northern lights sort of of light um and Roman, you know what you're doing your Mm -hmm. eyes scan about and despite the best of you, you do not see an invisible fairy right now. But a very,
3: mm-hmm. very good idea. A very good call on that. Is 9 just like, mm! Strychnine's,
0: yes. <laughs> Strychnine, Strychnine.
1: <laughs> Well, I guess, I guess, I guess, R- Rachel, that's up to you. Is Strychnine invisible with you or he did, is, did, you, did yeah. you poof him away?
2: No, he's hiding in my hair. I'm okay. Well. Got...
1: Stry- stry- oh. Strychnine's huge. Strychnine's <laughs> guys. Strychnine. Let me see Strychnine again.
0: <laughs> oh, what would it yeah. mean?
1: Uh, in that case, yes, yeah, Strychnine is now visible between, between your, your hair and is flying around the room trying to brush off the, the
3: fairy fire. I'll say an internal sorry, Sticky. Allspep's <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: <gasps> what is that? Oh my, what is that? What is that? That's don't my know?
2: imp. That, uh, do you not know? That's my familiar strychnine. It just looks like a glowing bat right now. Yeah, he's usually invisible. He likes to hide in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then Icarus is going to go, damn bird!
1: Damn <laughs> comes from above.
2: Damn bird! Damn bird! Damn bird! Damn <laughs> bird!
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: All right, well, saying that that, like that didn't he lands do in, front,
1: in front of your, you, and know, like to the point where he lands, grabs the, your, your, the front of your hair and hangs off of your face and says, Poof me away, I don't like this, I don't like being seen.
2: Mm, just hide in the hair, just go in the hair. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Crawls around your neck and becomes a spider, <laughs> at least shrinking aside. They're like, like still like tarantula sized, clinging onto the back of your neck right now.
3: I'll uh seeing as I don't see any invisible pixies, I'll dismiss the uh the spell and let it go away and say, There you go, trick nine and infernal. You hear an infernal
1: response that maybe would translate to thank you.
0: But <laughs> infernals
1: not have a word for thank the closest <laughs> it translates to you is fuck off. <laughs> um, that's as close as thank you as as you get, but you know it's said in a, in an actual fuck off sort of way. <laughs> <then> like, a, <laughs> way but like a thank thank you fuck off sort of way. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. All I right. like, Pixies, Pixies singular at least. Pixie, didn't you two three? Uh, wait, where's profile? No, well, we had to trade him for the information. Yes. A uh, good trade, I would
0: hope.
2: Oh, Hell's I mean, we've been looking are, like, to get. <laughs> oh, a great trade for us. We got information and got rid of him.
1: I thought you guys were friends. <laughs> this whole time. Wow. <laughs> we're just
2: kidding. He left to be with the orcs.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Eklund Mm -hmm. nods like he knew it all along. We had a feeling he didn't know the He's like, oh god, did they really trade his soul to fucking ancient elves? He's like No, no say. We took separate trees. In any case, didn't you three uh, spend quite a bit of time in the Feywild?
3: Yes. Mm, Yes. Yeah. Relatively speaking, I suppose, for most mortals. Is there just a lingering friend
1: staying with you ever since then?
2: There could be. One of them Uh, does know how to, uh, get over here.
3: And so they might have followed us. (laughs) Though why it would be, you know, interested, I don't know unless there's perhaps, and I'll say in infernal again, um, Unless this is some sort of watch out from Titania or Lord Hyacinth. So since we know of a permanent portal.
2: Very true. In an infernal, I will say, yep, it, it could be. I mean, I did spend a lot of time there in my youth with Felicia. Nothing ever followed me back then.
3: Yeah. But there's Pixies that know how to get through now.
2: Yes.
0: So,
3: but still, it would be odd for one to linger with us, I think, otherwise, unless something is actively trying to watch us. Though, it does look like it was talking to you.
2: I could hear it.
3: So, I mean, take that what you will, I guess. If it was simply a spy and a spy alone, why would it start talking?
2: True. And where does it go in the in-between?
3: I don't know. I don't know what pixies are capable of, so I don't know if it can, like, bamf away, like, strychnine, or if it can mask its presence that is not even an invisibility, but something else. Maybe, I don't know, maybe pixies can go into the ethereal plane. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, they're probably looking at us funny since we're, you know, hissing. Talking. I'll spread
2: This is
1: like the fourth time in the last two minutes that she's just completely like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on.
2: <laughs> it was very dusty yeah. where we went. We're trying to jointly get the dust out of our throats.
1: I'm going to <clears throat> learn, Annie, that when you tell me what's going on, it's usually a joke first.
0: <laughs> hmm
1: hmm yeah okay well in the infinite words of a, of a much of a, of a wise old halfling keep your secrets
3: i now, but I promise if or when it becomes pertinent we'll let you know
1: ecklen says that seems fair your business is you, you're your own our concern is mutual i would assume Yes, and that has not changed. Would Would you mind if I did something, perhaps slightly intrusive, but not anything as intrusive as? Would you mind if I cast a spell, magic, on both of you? Yeah, sure. Sure. Rowan first. Nothing, Annie. Your true form is revealed. No,
0: no. <laughs> I am no, the hag. <laughs> <I
1: am O-T-A-L-E. laughs> you saw nothing, Eclan. <laughs> no, you are not. Modify crazy. memory. Modify memory. Modify memory. <laughs> At first, it's like sure, if it makes you feel good. But then you, there's a slight moment where you're like, oh shit! Like, what if there? What if there is something going on? Like, what if there is some sort of the suggestion, Reverend. So he casts out both of you, and thankfully, as you expected, but still thankfully, nothing mm-hmm. changes. And Eklund seems assured and says,
3: Apologies, better better safe than sorry. It's all right, I would do the same. Yeah, you know, after we disappear for a while and they come back with secrets. So.
1: I' was like, well, I think we have about uh, seventeen hours mm. so I guess uh and i I don't think we're strictly required to stay here, but if we leave, we do have royal retinues and the such, which basically means we bring some of ours, they have some of theirs, keep watch on us and the such, so if you want to go sure. some somewhere just uh I guess ask. It is good to be respectful rather than um, maybe in that way it's good that okay. Erfile isn't here because I'm pretty sure he'd just burst through a window and, and run wherever the wherever the wherever the host he mm-hmm. wants to. So oh yeah. my god. Strict nine. Oh. That is
2: why my computer keeps moving because he's upset I'm not petting him. And it's oh. like I have my computer on my lap.
1: That's negative. Oh my god. Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 what a butter.
1: What a and buttercup.
2: He slammed his head high, yes, his head down on the keyboard, so it was going. Sorry to interrupt, it was just like, No, oh good. you fucking kidding. So,
0: but
1: Elspeth basically just explains if you want to leave, you can, but they will chaperone you. Um, that is just, and we would do the same thing back home. We had um the ding ding come in for, for the summit. You better bet we'll have people watching them and. They'll bring their own guards as well. It's just a normal, normal thing. So don't, don't take offense. Um, mm-hmm. She herself might, m- might go for a bit, a bit of a walk. She was staying here just so when you guys came back, she would be here, but now she's sort of getting as you imagine Elspeth might. And she says, heck one, wanna come with? Of course. Princess, I am obligated to. I must. Um, so, Alcus, <laughs> Javesk, um and Eklund depart with the prince, princess, and Kir- uh, Kirona, the elder um, f- female elf there. And you imagine some other watchers that are there. So elves are very stealthy and such. So, you imagine that as, as opposed to royal retinue that will walk with you, spears in tow, they're just watching from. A distance, more secret agent uh, CIA style, secret service style.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you two are left in you, this this area with access to the greenhouse, the um, central uh, uh, common room here, and each of the rooms. So I'm not, I can't remember if you guys were sharing one or if you had individual ones yourselves. I think um, we're sharing.
2: Um, yeah, I, I feel probably. like
1: you, Earth, and, and Roman did share one, and now Earth has yeah. all the
3: stuff, and he's he's gone now. So yeah. That's a good point, did Earth do we gather all his stuff before he left? It's a
1: fascinating point, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna handwave that. I imagine if there, there were things that Earth really wanted to have, and he's like, oh, I would never have left this here. He would have come back, and then would have we would have gone a different different way. At that point, yeah, it's mostly right. it's mostly semantics so.
2: Definitely.
1: Yeah. So that's fair. I, it just occurred to me right now as I was saying, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Technically, he probably left his pack here, but we'll just yeah, say, for yeah. the, the sake of of con, um, con- continuity, the earth was a pack rat. So said, "I don't trust the elves." He put his entire pack on his back and had sixty eight pounds of material. Nope, I'm not sense. leaving without my pack. And you guys are like, "Okay, dude, it's it's fine." Yeah, it makes it fine. That makes sense. That makes
3: sense. Yeah.
1: That that sounds mm-hmm. like earth. I'm sure Leo would concur with that continuity adjustment.
3: Yeah. Yep, that's fine. Mm -hmm.
2: Do you want to practice? Take a break and get your mind on something else for a while?
3: Sure, give it a shot, see what happens.
2: I will pull out incense and be like, you've got it this time.
3: Sure, let's hope I guess. Down with the incense. I will, you know, try focusing my mind on something else.
1: No, no roll needed now. because It's still within three days of your last one.
2: Uh, oh, that's yeah, true. It
1: is. It is. You need to do continuous practice every day, and every three days, I let let you try mm-hmm. to make a roll for it. But it's still good that you're doing the, the practice. Mm-hmm. You guys can spend an hour or two here as a smoke fills the um common room. You might open up a window or or so. Only if I'm, they don't open here, of course. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, there's various degrees of success. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, Stephen, go ahead and make that roll after all.
3: Okay, I'll go ahead and make that roll after all. I'll put it on Slack just so you can see it. Uh, I mean, another six. One,
2: two,
3: yeah, I, I've rolled two sixes already. Um,
2: and, and, and Stephen.
1: I I want you to actually roll whatever Mm -hmm. you would roll to if you were to cast a spell. I believe that that you chose um wizard spells as your ritual book, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. But please add your intelligence.
3: Oh yeah, sure. Intelligence modifier, uh proficiency bonus or no?
1: No proficiency bonus, just okay, so just four.
3: And straight up. Oh wow. Twenty. Yeah. A gentleman's 20. Like total, not natural. Ah, I see that. (laughs) As you,
1: the third time that you're doing this, you breathe in, you see the incense come toward you, breathe out and it rolls past you. And you know that this takes for some people, weeks if not months if not years of practice you're not a arcane traditionalist you're a divine caster and he's doing it in a weird ass way but as you focus and you're finding your yourself meditating um the smells here and you're in the greenhouse now because it was just getting too clawed with with um incense in in the common room you're in the um greenhouse now. In fact, um Kihana has gone ahead and opened up the, the, the door to let <laughs> some of the incense out as you are all <laughs> getting in there. And Annie, you're just strumming a little bit, just a little, you know, calming tune, a little song, song of, of, of rest well, or a counter charm, whatever many, many songs <laughs> that you have that you're you're playing there. And everything seems to get very quiet for you, Darwin. Mm-hmm. there's a flash in your mind and you see somebody else's hands scrawling into a, a book, not one that you've ever seen before, a, a circ- circular book made of leather pages that just has a ring like a leather thong through it. So instead of like, like, like a book like a, like a that has stitching across the back, like binding, mm-hmm. it's just like a series of discs that is flipped. Oh, interesting. First sort of thing. hmm Like keys on the keychain, but each a pay- paper, a leather disc about this big.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you see writings on this and a wooden piece in, in hand that's scrawling out something here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And there's a serpent that is just casually coiling around. And you hear words in your head, somebody else speaking, but you can't quite catch that. Your eyes are entirely, this flash is gone so quickly.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But Annie, as you're casually plucking along and you look up, you look back down, and you see that Norwin, whether his own volition or not, has put his middle finger on the ground and has, or into the pile of, of ashes that have appeared from all your incense and <laughs> big lip. And he just takes some and in the soot, he scrawls. Well, he recognizes an arcane glyph, but not one that you've ever needed before, but you surely have never <laughs> taught him. As your eyes open, Norwim, the memory fades, but you realize that through Annie's tutelage and the newly awakened memories within you, you've known the spell your entire life. Deep. As you see the you see the symbol that you scrawled there in the in the ground, it's unbelievably simple but complex and it glows and it swirls in the ash itself and across the, the, the dirt and dust that have accumulated in this, this greenhouse, you see the plants glow greenish, dim lights float and at that moment in time, you reach your hand into the ash pile. The ash is only a millimeter deep. You reach your hand mm-hmm. into the very stone, and almost subconsciously so you pull out by the ears whoosh, a green, fey, rabbit, with vines and flowers in be, be, behind, the, behind the ears, and a little nose, twitching, and the tips of the ears little poof balls like sun, like, like sunflowers, and a puff of cotton on the very end of the tail, or is the tail. And it seems corporeal. It is indeed. As you poke the bunny, it just looks at you.
3: Hello.
2: You did it.
3: I think I might
2: have. Well, see, I told you you just needed to reach and grab it.
3: You know what? <laughs> Foolish of me for not trying that sooner.
2: Yeah, seriously. Make mm-hmm. no
1: mistake. You you know intrinsically, this is not something you you could have done with without, without <laughs> Annie's consistent persistent help and the DC that I made for this based on your new memories and knowing that the Corsellutar did know arcane stuff as well as direct stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a level one fine f- f- familiar, he definitely would have known. The DC was twenty. So the fact that I've made that is a uh, mm-hmm. a feat in and all of itself. A feat. A feat. Yay. A feat.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's a dove. It just shakes itself and all the lingering, the, the, the lingering ash on it just
3: pops off. Mm-hmm. I have to think of a good name for you then.
2: Can it talk? What does your familiar do?
3: Um, I don't, I don't, you don't speak, do you? It begins to thump you in the chest with this powerful
1: hair feet. I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. It just doesn't I like will. being held by, held it seems at this moment in time. I will set it down. It hops, hops, hops up to the greenhouse level and begins to munch on some flowers
3: that are there um i'll I'll turn to our elf escort and say is that is that all right for for them it's do? currently
1: not Oh, that's not true because the the door is open kihana mm-hmm. looks looks in your Kirona having gone with um elspeth Eklund, and the others mm-hmm. Kiana just says i don't i, I don't care cool um, and as you watch your your green ish ish, not like pure green, but green-ish bunny. Eat a little flower, and it's a swallow. It sprouts. Right here.
3: On her shoulders. A strange little creature to be sure. Um, well, I will, I will indulge it and let it eat its fill, I guess.
2: Make it a little flower mm-hmm. bunny.
3: Yeah. Make it a flower bunny. By the time it's by the time
1: it's satiated, it has about twelve more flowers put all over it, to the point where now it looks less like bunny, more like shambling mound that you guys fought back in uh. Unless mm-hmm. the, the Ali the, the Gnomish villain, mm-hmm. but then that it does hop. It just hops down and kind of just lays down flat, c- content with its first meal in ever. Mm-hmm. And you hear a sigh as the ears go from alert too calm and relaxed,
3: flat, Mm -hmm. funny ears. All right, I will, over the course of the next several minutes, just try to uh, um, basically make friends with it, just, you know, sit near it and see if it is receptive to pets, stuff like that, so.
1: It seems unsure at first, but then becomes quite familiar with that or, or, or quite quite um it it goes from being unsure to okay to demanding them like him right now <laughs> oh,
3: demanding oh, to the point oh, where, bunny.
1: where once you stop and are, are having conversation with somebody else she then hops up on your lap and pushes her her flat flat of her head against you hard like don't stop okay. now okay I will just keep sketching. Uh, think of a good one. It's funny that, that the, the fur feels very much like grass. It looks like fur. A, the faint greenish tinge, but it very much as you run your fingers along, it feels like feeling grass and, and earth. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: sort of a weird dichotomy <clears throat> there, but not that weird kind of considering who you are. Yeah. It's as comforting, I, I guess. At the end of the day, it's
3: comforting. Like a good flint. Does that mean that I get to add this book or the spell to the spell book? Or is it just a one-time you, casting that worked? You may add it to your spell book officially
1: with Woo! with Annie's the memories by themselves would never have been enough. As 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 I I, I mentioned to you, trying to access mm-hmm. them memories right now would be like trying to read all three mind flare books, every line of every page at the exact same time. It would yeah. be nearly impossible and blow your head up. But the fact that you're trying to do mm-hmm. something that Annie's been teaching you now for a week or, or more now, like, oh, like 10 sure. pages or so at this point in time, it, mm-hmm. it, it, just, it, was, it was a nice merging of the, 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 the things and has led you to what I would consider an accelerated success. Because originally, originally, you were going to need five successes before three failures. Um, mm-hmm. But no more than one every three. And I believe you have three right now, three, three successes. Yeah, three right so now. this mm-hmm. is just a little, little cheat to get you th- the rest of the way. Oh,
3: thank you. Mm-hmm. I will. Thank you, Alexoria.
2: You are Such. welcome.
3: Would you like to name?
2: Mm, I'm not good at names.
3: I don't know if you say so. You
2: name it. What about Morningstar?
3: I don't think Morningstar would like that.
2: Yeah, but then you can kiss it all you want.
3: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That is fair. That is. Uh, that is fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I will. I will think on that, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll, now we'll you
2: just know. gotta get me up to snuff with the herbs.
3: Yes, and then I guess with whatever herbs that I've gotten, I will, you know, show Xoria what I do with herbs.
2: Do memories start flooding back of my parents smoking weed? Does this count? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah.
2: like that's how it works
3: <laughs> no yep. um, in Norwin's haze he bought medical marijuana <laughs> dude. well
1: we'll have to keep track of how many you um got but if you were mm-hmm. you know crafting them and showing Annie you know so you have to crush this up really really fine every single thing needs not is, is there anything, Stephen, that you would say to Annie here in this moment in time that the two of you are are, are there um, that might we we just make we can just make a goal for it. Is there anything that that you would say anything that in and Stephen has in his learning mm-hmm. experience that you would say to help train because I I know that you as Stephen could probably mm-hmm. recite half of the half of the Happily be the, the herbal <clears throat> shit off the top of your head, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything that this you would true. say to Annie to, uh, as you're showing her and Guy here? I- I'm looking for anything specifically you would say that might
3: be um, an extra oomph to her attempt at oh, yeah, sure. learning this. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, one of the most important ingredients in basically any of the poultices that I make, with very few exceptions. Would be either knobsweed or valleys blush. It is the reagent that holds all of it together and it is what extracts the essence from it. So, the more valley, you need more valleys blush than knobweed in order to get the same effect. But once you have that effect, it is doubled and it is more potent. But the knobweed sap is really the reagent that makes the other ingredients activate and work the way that they should.
2: Mm. So, Like eggs in a
3: cake. Kind of like eggs in a cake, yes. I assume. <laughs> yeah. And so that, yeah, that's about what I would say as the most important. Is there a specific herb? Now,
1: I know we haven't rolled for what you got, um, but is there a specific herbal remedy that you would begin with for Annie? I mean, you're not going to – it's hard to teach somebody simultaneously all four or five that you know. So is there one particular one that you'd be like, let's just focus on this first, and then we'll move on to the others Mm -hmm. given time?
2: if ridge bark is relatively easy we could start there because then i could make that while you focus on more difficult things in the future
3: uh yeah actually ridge bark is probably the easiest one that i have so and that one does not require that one doesn't require um um knobweed that one is just mostly finding and extracting the bark and then drawing it it's the drawing process is really what makes that into its own, and, you know, I'll show her like how, I, you know, I use, use produce flame to basically smoke it a little bit on each side and kind of the process that I take to, to dry that out. Cause I have any, no, I do not have any on me at this moment. I gave all of that to her and I've made it all, but you get the idea. Assuming that they had any. Yeah. And then I would have taught her that. That's
1: fairly, mm-hmm. <clears throat> fairly common here, as exactly as Norman says, uh, the the bark itself comes from particular trees. It's not just any tree; it's specific mm-hmm. trees. Yeah, and being a druid makes it easy because you you produce flame and you just dry it up. With, with, without that, mm-hmm. you need to make sure the flame is very part. The heat's very specific. Uh, you don't want to mm-hmm. char it, or it will it will just destroy the the, um, the medicinal mm-hmm. properties. You don't want it to be too light otherwise it won't activate them so the difficult part is getting it just to that right dried state sort of like a marshmallow mm-hmm. and you might think that's no. that's funny but in my experience it's very hard to to do a marshmallow properly unless you consider mm-hmm. properly black which i love them black into all hell mm-hmm. but in this case that would not be good and if you think there's a little, little tiny mm-hmm. brown toast on the marshmallow it's not really good eating. You might, might as well just eat a raw marshmallow. The best ones, in theory, are those perfectly golden all the way around. But it takes time, and you can't just mm-hmm. be chatting. You can't just be chatting with your like friends while you're toasting it mm-hmm. because chances are you're gonna fuck it up one way or the other. Mm-hmm. That's a very good mm-hmm. place to, to to start. We'll ju- we'll I'm I'm guessing our rolls will get you to Ridge Bar. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, ridgeback being as common as it is, Stephen, just just go ahead and roll a um a um. Actually, let me roll here. Oh, I forgot. It's not roll twenty. I have to type in the word roll.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Unfortunately, my my rules are both a shit there. So you only have two raw bridge barks there mm-hmm. with which to train in. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So if you want okay. to make one, how much does it only take one bridge bark to make a bridge bark? It's a it's a one one to one ratio. I th- I
3: think so. Let me check here. I think it as well because you you generally harvest them in multitudes. Yeah, and so um. But yeah, Rage bark. Yeah, yeah, per prepared strip. So if I got two like raw strips, then I'd have to, you know, prepare each one. Yeah, I was but thinking be, there might three. be.
1: An, I was thinking there might be an average of ten to fifteen there, but you got two just based on my really, really mm-hmm. like astacular rolls here. So one, you would show mm-hmm. her, and I know, I know that you can't fail a check, so just add one yeah, back to, to to your thing. I mean mm-hmm. um assuming that you can that Norman can can light a small fire and you, you can you can do this outside of the greenhouse too, you probably should. make, mm-hmm. make, make a yeah. small fire or something. Do you want to take a crack at, at making a rige yourself?
2: Yeah. I'll get a paper Pardon. cut and use Hellish Rebuke. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> make make barn <laughs> black um, mm-hmm. Steven, what is, the, what is the check required to create a ridge bar?
3: It is a DC 10 medicine check. Mm-hmm. Go what? ahead. And- yes, please. Ooh, medicine? I got nine. <laughs> nine. Oh, so close. I know, I got a six
2: plus my three.
3: That's pretty good on medicine, though, honestly.
2: Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, you, you- try and you watch norman do it but it literally took him like 30 minutes of drying this thing and it's it's like mm-hmm. dude it's just wood like put it near the fire and you try it and when 30 minutes comes up norman takes it from you And it's not stupidly try it's not not like you, you've been asking yourself He you just mm-hmm. you just norman you will look look at it give it a smell give it a little taste and you you know it's Gone bad. It's too dry. She got a little mm-hmm. bit too close to the flame, a little bit too intense, and it's not quite mm-hmm. right. It's a learning opportunity, and those are crucial, mm-hmm. but this particular one isn't isn't quite right. How do you divulge that to Annie if you choose to?
3: Um, you know, this was a very, very good um, attempt. <laughs> Unfortunately, it. And I'll like point out like it, like the, the the consistency of how it like kind of cracks a little bit as he like moves his finger on and then like compares it to the other one, which it, it will hold together a little bit better perhaps and say it just, just right at the end there, got just a little bit too dry, just went a little bit beyond the point. It needs a tiny bit of moisture in there still in order to be retained. But you know, when Moonseeker was trying to teach me this, the very first, several several times honestly i would always like stick it too far and i'll like point into like a section of the flame that is like way too hot and i always tried to put it you know here because i was like well so close i'm so impatient but you know honestly this is a lot better than most of my attempts and it took me a while to learn So
2: more moisture
3: a tiny bit more moisture just a little bit
2: i'll spit on it every three minutes got it
3: uh well I, no okay no mm, yeah well maybe just just uh i mean you, like i said it was it was just right at the end i think so just
2: ah, yeah, spit just on it at off. the
3: end yeah just, just spit on it at the end i'll uh i'll go find some old ridge bog for you to work on that's a point
2: i'll feed this oh. one to your rabbit
3: I'll hold it down to my bunny, see how it smells it.
1: Bunny smells it. Big old chompers there. And just begins to chomp away, seeming quite pleased with the uh, the little extra chars makes that much more delicious, like a marshmallow again, come, come full circle. Mm-hmm. The
3: bunny seems quite happy. With- like I imagine. With it, it's not quite enough for a person, but maybe it makes the bunny just a little bit wired. And so it's like yeah, popping around night. like crazy. Buzz now, even a fave. A fa- yeah.
2: <laughs> and Annie's just happy because she might have failed at making rich bark, but she succeeded at making rabbit food.
1: That's yep. the most important in life, yeah. really. It's, it's yeah.
0: very
1: true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I would say, Annie, at this point, with this teaching lesson you now have the opportunity to practice on your on your own okay the more you can practice with norman of course is better if you practice on your own the dc is higher um and you don't really have a good way of knowing if it's successful or not um so it's one of those things where you can practice on your own it's just um more challenging is all Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a very it's a fairly simple process it's just a matter of finding the raw material materials i'm practicing which is frustrating especially yeah. for norwin who has in his always tried to find shit and i'm like i don't know they don't have any fuck you, you know? so you're gonna, mm-hmm. you're, you're, if you want to want to go down this herb path you're gonna go through the same bullshit so
2: yep. i just imagine somehow i find some and i don't know if they're successes or not so when norwin and i finally rejoined at the end of yes. the time skip he's like how's it going? I'm like I don't know. I need you to check them. Okay, well, how many do you thinking- make? And I open up an entire closet, like walk the <laughs> closet, and it's filled to the top. Like, which ones are good? <laughs>
1: Imagine <that> you <laughs> to like, open fair, up though, the cube. The cube is just all ridge bark. There's no gold, no weapons. It's just mm-hmm. all ridge bark pouring.
2: And then Earth jumps on mm-hmm. it and goes, "You can close me in."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll never sleep again. I am
3: happy now. <laughs> yeah. So To be fair, like Norman might be able to find it more easily in the wild, but I am shit at finding them in cities and you might have a better luck at that.
1: That's actually a very good point. Norman can basically if if it exists where he is in the woods cuz there's a chance it just doesn't. He's good at finding it, mm-hmm. but Annie, you're more per pers- you're more persuasive and investigative than him. So well, yeah,
2: if you don't mm-hmm. run up to the shopkeep and start going bark Bark. 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 Bark.
1: Bark. Like. So <laughs> pissed right now. He's like, what the fuck are you guys going to sleep on? All right.
3: The herbs. The dog. Oh, what?
1: both cute. boys. Dicky oh.
3: Becky and, and... and Sticky. Steven,
1: that, that's just our life in this house constantly. Those two fuckers just sleeping on, on the couch together. Oh, it's so cute. the cutest gay I should have ever seen.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's adorable.
1: Okay. Right. Well, that that would take a good amount of of, of time, um, and was something that you both wanted to do on your list. So I'm glad we got that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is there anything else that you guys want to want to do this night, and we can even skip on to the next day? Um, eventually, eventually. Well, let, let me let me slow myself. Given the opportunity, is there anything else that you guys want to, to do? In the city, in your little rooms here, or say or talk about this night before you retire for, for the night, and we begin the next
3: next day. Mm-hmm. Besides, I will say as as, yeah. as the bunny is like hopping around like crazy, Norwin will try poofing it away, and then try to poof it back like in his hands. He can
1: the same same way that it works for for and it work for
3: this. You know, I think I've got a name for you, little one. I'm going to call you Ashura. Asherah. Ashra. Yes. It was born of the Ash, and it was uh, Anaxoria Ahura that helped me find oh, it.
2: I like that. Thank Ashura. you.
3: So, yeah, the, the URA is from, I'll type it out there, is from the last part of your last name.
2: Thank you thank you I appreciate that.
3: Cute.
1: Beautiful. Yes. Ashra seems very happy to exist and uh now that she's passed her original unsure state have all the flowers she wants to eat and Ridgebrook is wired beyond fucking fucking belief and is uh, very thankful to you all and nuzzles with everyone. That's Around, including John jumping up on the ta- on the table where where is, play, is playing cards, um, which because eventually Elspeth would come would come back and be like, "What is that?"
3: And I'll poof it away and then poof it under her head.
2: <laughs> what? And I'm gonna poof Nine away and poof him back on top of Ashraf. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Is she? Oh, heavier than I thought. And there's Ashra, and then she lowers. She sees Strickland on the top. <laughs> she drops them both. Ashra poops around. And them it becomes, becomes a, a raven. Flies <laughs> well, back over to you. Yeah. You know. And he's already exactly taught me how to. One day you're gonna pull a joke on me, and my royal protector, Eklund Medani, will do something about it. He goes, I saw it coming a mile away, prin- p- princess.
3: I deemed it not a threat.
0: <laughs> <Wait. clears
3: throat> mm, yes. But no. And Xoria told me how to um, oh, meet Ashra. I'm a new little friend.
1: Very good. Eklund snaps his fingers. So when you see his white snowy owl appear there on the ridge looking down in a very imperious sort
3: of like looking oh, down Ash, there. a Ash, little, little closer because I know owl's propensities
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Icky who is you know just kind of you know, f- you know flop, flapping around over here and he looks around no mm-hmm.
2: Icky Ah, ah. Mm. <laughs> I don't have lips, bitch. They <laughs> <laughs> okay, all the other birds, bitch.
1: <laughs> and it just gets better at it. And then it's like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's nonstop. It like realizes <laughs> it can make a hoot sound. And it's like,
0: woo woo woo
1: woo. And Eklund's like, ah. The owl looks at him, turned the head like, like you know, almost all the way around, looks at him. <laughs> and he goes, "I wish I could myself," <laughs> and perps away. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Anything
1: I else you guys want to do this this night before retiring? Of course, notwithstanding chats, cards can can be be had with the boys. <laughs> Some you know wine. You guys got plenty of gifts. Um, Elspeth is not shy about sharing the tobacco the um wines that were gifted to her to to the crown by the elves Mm -hmm. as she came in and she was things to them so easy Mm -hmm. enough to spend the rest of your night here cool morning comes uh and that night food is brought to you and it does include meats not not all elves by, by any means are um are um vegetarians so mm-hmm. there's there's plenty of fish and meat a, a, a veritable spread brought to you um a, a, and actually a narrow but long table brought to you right in plop down stools you eat you finish up and servants come in clean up everything the stools the table and walk it right d- directly out so mm-hmm. dinner is had breakfast is served in very much the same way anything you guys anything you guys want to do the next day together. Um, Annie, obviously you'll be expected to go with Elspeth back to the Carn and replead your case. You and I can do that. Unless, Norman, would you go with Annie and Elspeth and, and Eklund and, and everybody, or would you, um, tend to your own affairs at this
3: point in time? Does, do you want me to go with you for that?
2: It's up to you. I'm sure it's just gonna be hours of arguing anyway
3: perhaps there's something i want to try anyway and i'm going to like do you have like i forget what annie wears on a day-to-day basis does she have like a hood or something
2: i do yeah because i wear a cloak my shadow cloak
3: okay i'm going to tuck asherah into your uh cloak hood and then uh from a distance i'll cast guidance Touch, so that's touch spell
2: very
0: mm-hmm. cool. Yep. So yeah, I
1: think uh, I, ninety nine sure percent that's a, as a touch spell. As so long as you're within hundred feet,
3: that works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so maybe you know they might act suspicious if Norwin was like sitting in the meeting, but maybe like you know as a means of keeping time, maybe Norwin will keep casting guidance on Annie. Well, you know standing outside essentially just kind of passing the time
1: well that makes sense so.
3: because it's not like <clears throat>
1: all of um of of elspeth and your guys guards go go in um mm-hmm. as well um only mm-hmm. jvesque and elkus and necklin go uh, go in with annie and elspeth so you would have time with the guards outside and the elven guards as well and mm-hmm. Plenty of opportunity mm-hmm. within, within 100 feet to continuously cast guides, which I will remember as Annie, as Rachel and I, I should say, spend some mm-hmm. time outside of this call doing that. Um, Rachel, remember to add a 1D4 to your um, checks as Stephen mm-hmm. uh, Norwin is constantly guiding you through the big old bunny in in the hood of your shadow cloak.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Which is, is funny because i imagine these two...
1: Long green ears <laughs> sort of draping down past them as it's just nestled in, softly breathing.
2: I imagine the ears actually go forward like a priest.
1: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you have a that's bunny a in your hood, ears ears coming forward. You have Icarus here, and you have Strychnine in in, in your hair.
2: You're I would have him menagerie. as another raven. I would have two. Oh, that's right. Okay.
1: And then you are a, and then a bunny. You are a menagerie here. Yep. Absolute oh, that's menagerie.
2: Good who's the druid Mm -hmm. now
3: yeah seriously (laughs) you have more animal companions than i do but this is one of the reasons i wanted the familiar spell is for this specific kind of instance love it worked out very well then Mm -hmm.
1: i will say that the next day on your guys's way to the um parliament building elspeth realized that she's getting lonely not yeah, you guys all have your familiars, even Eklund, who he does pop his mm-hmm. out and sends her flying around. Just as you know, a scout. She takes a few minutes and holds her holy her symbol, and then f- out comes this white fog that spoils and uncoils and f- becomes the beautiful white horse, which you guys have met that before. Glenna. Mm. Looking much like Sable, um, in the, the beautiful white, almost like silvery hooves. But um a bit smaller, um, a bit more boisterous in other ways, and, and she she comes up and nuzzles in, in in to Elspeth, who laughs and says, "It hasn't been that long," and uh, she actually hops up on her and rides her through. So now there's if there weren't eyes on you before, there's even more eyes on you as this beautiful white mm-hmm. bear is making her her way each each hoofstep like, you know, silk bells on cobblestones as the elves look and see mm-hmm. the beautiful prince, princess and her retinue and you all.
3: hmm That reminds me, uh, uh, oh my goodness, uh, Eskel never really told us that Sable is a pegasus now, right? He didn't.
1: And mm-hmm. she isn't, to be <clears throat> fair. Okay. Yeah. Just, I mean, but you wouldn't you weights, wouldn't know she? that she did. Well, no, that that was a momentary casting of greater. Okay. Um, Just fine, momentary. Fine, Steed. And I believe I described it when Eskel left that it was he became physically exhausted. Like all the stall slots were drained from him. And Sable oh, okay. cast it on, on, on herself. A very odd, a very mysterious scenario okay, okay. occurred there where she actually <laughs> took his energy to get him there <laughs> faster. And Eskel basically. Fell asleep
3: on her back. Okay, so yeah, because um, I mean, you'd have to cast fine greater steed in order for that to be, and that's exactly. probably pretty high level for a paladin. Yeah, that, okay, you that makes you sense, have to then.
1: be a level uh, twelve paladin or thirteen paladin, and at the time he surely was not. That he was like nine or ten. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. that was a spell beyond his be But again, <laughs> okay. he wouldn't. He wouldn't have known any of that happened or didn't have we'll know either. that anyway. <laughs> Yep. Of my yeah, world exactly. Just curious.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is.
1: All right. So you then, Norman, will be outside. Annie, you are inside. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how things go. Coming on the end of our time to our time together here, us three. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? I know we have to be a little bit timey, whiny here because we don't want to get into specifics of how many herbs you have and how if Annie's successful or not, all that sort of stuff. Are there any mm-hmm. other particular events or conversations we like like to have? over the next um, day and a half before Norwin is able to send himself away. Realizing that his guidance on you through a bunny is probably less useful than him going elsewhere in the world. Is there anything else you guys would like to do or say during these last day and a half?
2: If you do head back to Highmont before we go to the capital city, where would you like me to get room? So we can meet once again.
3: Oh, I don't know if I'll stay in Hyamont for that long, but you know.
2: Well, if I convince them faster than you coming back, That's that fair. is a possibility. Um, and I would um, like to make sure you have a room to stay in once you get to the capital city.
3: Yes. Well, the um, that one place that we went to before. Marquand's we folly. Crown. Mark right, one's fairly good memory. Um, I think that was probably a decent place as any.
2: Okay. I'll make sure to get a, for now there. Okay.
3: That and, works. I'll, and I'll just ask for the, um, the uh, reservation of Anaxoria if that's if possible. And if not, then you can ask for the reservation of Nolan.
2: Yeah. I'll and probably we'll, put it under your name just to make it easier on you. If you show up.
3: Oh, sure. And I'm not around. Just in case I forget your name. Yeah.
2: Well, just in case I am not able to come back to allow you in or verify that night.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, maybe we shouldn't even use a alias instead of um, our actual names given that we don't know. I mean, we're probably fine in the court city, but now with uh, badges, but at the same time, if you know, especially with what is uh, the news spreading about mind flares, they might be more bold. True. So perhaps an alias is still best, at least for now. Um, I don't know, I seem to be using Hogan a lot recently.
2: We can definitely so. use Hogan. All right. Hogan Hulk. Hogan. With that.
3: The room for Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Hulk Yep.
2: I have a room for who? Marquan? last name <laughs> Folly.
3: Uh, <laughs> yep, definitely nailed it. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So yep, that's yep. That looks to me. And then before I before I head out, I I wanted to get a beat on what you thought about this whole like oh, at, at this point, I'll have linked us. Um, via minds just just for the sake of argument, um, what your whole beat on the this whole reincarnation thing? Like, obviously, we don't want them to know that the Koso Lutar is not around anymore. But I was sc- I was hesitant to even say that anything about my lineage, just because you know it's an unusual thing, and people might. If there's an elf missing, they might speculate, you know, if would that,
2: agree.
3: an elf that, if there are only so many elves that can ever exist, if there isn't a young elf that they could reasonably suspect that, well, no, they would still suspect that the Korsolutar was around. I guess. I guess it would be impossible for anybody to keep tabs on every elf that ever existed or ever exists currently. So maybe it isn't as big a deal, but it would still be, I don't think the reincarnation should be something that is public knowledge, but- I would agree. Do you think that it would be safe enough for Elspeth and Eklund to know?
2: Honestly, Norman, I think that's up to you. I think it's, I trust them, but it's also not my story, and it depends on how comfortable you are.
3: Well, it's pertinent in so much that we got information about the enemy from it. Very true. And it could just be that they wanted to talk to us about that. But, you know, I'll think on it. How's that? And in the meantime i won't say anything to them unless we're all together
2: i think that's smart and remember there are other elves that have been reincarnated into different forms yes. like bright tusk so don't think it's a damning thing to share with those we trust
3: i suppose and also i would have like tried writing to both moonseeker and morningstar just you know basic you know like hello kind of stuff and if that, if i got a reply I'd you know mention Ashura and stuff like that and then i'd also want to ask probably morningstar like what what is happening with bright tusk like i didn't see him there um and shay morta
1: the response that you would get get back um from her understanding now the word limitation per mm mm-hmm. Prescribing to you, mm-hmm. um, the first couple of m- messages from Morningstar are pretty rambling, and then they just cut off. Yeah, uh, not understanding how how the ink works. um But she would essentially explain that. um I think it's Star Star Tusk too, if I recall correctly. Star but Tusk. I'll have mm-hmm. to remember. I, I think he kept the star, but fuck, I'll mm-hmm. have to look look back and remember. What was but I saying? Bright Tusk. Yeah, it's Star Tusk. I think it's I think it's Star Star Tusk. I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah um i could be wrong though in any case he I'm like 99 percent sure about the star at least yeah yeah so he's doing and i think morning star would even waste a word by putting dot 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 and then saying well enough <laughs> trouble adjusting an unfamiliar and mostly unwelcome form here was never really popular with people anyways, even as a child, Uh, even in his younger years. And you imagine the subtext behind that is because of his, um, you know, because having a, the, the, the gay part's great. They don't care about that at all. What they care is that is that um, it was is the gay with a human right yes that's, yes, that's, that's, that's human. the thing that that people don't like <clears throat> yeah. so it's not it's not even blatant racism honestly it's not that it's that it goes against the the katrava you know like it's a weird thing man it's partially they're so hippy dippy like what, whatever you want goes like be naked you know be you know you know bi um homosexual hetero, hetero, hetero whatever you want but don't bring in outsiders into our clan because of the undying court aspect of it. You know, there are secrets that we right. keep. We are important because of that. We are the keepers of of these secrets, and our goals are beyond those cares. So suffice to say, Star Tusk, as he is now known, is never very popular in in what he he did. So, mm-hmm. I guess the answer is when I start, I would just say he's okay. He's mm-hmm. around. He's okay. She would sp- sp- waste spend a third message that same day, though, all in a row, elucidating that um, Moon Dance is not doing very well. Hmm. He made it back to Shame, mordi but without, um, you know, without Starwind, he he's just a shell of the man that he was. And he's sad, lonely, and ready to go. The elves Mm -hmm. believe that time will come soon.
0: Okay.
1: And she assures you that the Kavenya and Katreva will give him the highest of honors. More than Shaianna, which is a great honor that you all hold as wing mm-hmm. siblings, but as truly a member of their their clans. Damn what the rest of the Vadras, damn what the Undying says. He will always be a member of the clans in their heart, mm-hmm. but his time may be coming to an end soon. Okay,
3: I would obviously relay that to um, Annie. Maybe we'll see how, how this court business is going. And maybe, would given what you had said on Monday, would then the inverse be true that Norwin would know the tree near Shea
1: I would say if Norwin has walked through a tree, he knows that, that, that tree. And that would include passing through and
3: co- coming through. Okay. <clears throat> So I mean, we obviously have to get permission from Moonseeker, but maybe we could go see them.
2: That would Assuming be good. That it's not
3: too late. I'll put it on my list and I'll, I'll send you a message before I might go there.
2: Thank you. But
3: if I, if I wind up doing so, and if your business concludes earlier and I'm not around, maybe write me a message. And okay. so that I know. Because it would be good to, you know, I think we were both important to him in some ways. And I think it would be, it'd be good to have us nearby at least for a little while. I agree. But of course, you know, maybe he will just say feck off or something. And, you know, it might just be something that the, the clan itself just wants to keep to themselves. But we could at least ask and be willing to go.
2: We could at least favorite. try.
3: We could at least try. Yeah. And honestly, with the whole thing about Star Tusk, we actually have a lot more in common now than I thought. And maybe that's something we could talk about. Because we, while I perhaps am less familiar with what he's going through, I will start to be able to understand a lot more. And, you know, it always helps to have somebody similar going through the same situation. So maybe I can help. Agreed. Anyway, sorry, that's all heavy stuff. Uh,
0: Yeah. Anything else?
2: No, I don't think anything for me. All
3: right.
1: Where would you be the moosing
3: yourself to, in New The Probably the first place I would go is actually Highmont. Because uh, sure. if I wanted to get um, Alabasta started on the staffs, I'd want to have that completed as basically make sure that there's enough time to do that. Perfect. Well, that... That works out well, because
1: I don't know how long Annie will even stay in Shea Cargill. That comes down to rules and a bit of RP that her and mm-hmm. I will have. So suffice to say, mm-hmm. you two depart now, whether that's at the same time going back to to your own respective t- t- temporary homes, or Annie's still there and Norman leaves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We can sign off tonight saying that you separate from each other Knowing that you two still have the ability to write to, to mm-hmm. each other as the need mm-hmm. arises, Earth um, has to speak into a stone to get that sent, but has the ability to do so as, as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Norman steps through a tree to, to Haimat. And mm-hmm. Annie, if not already on her way to the court city, will shortly, you hope, be heading that direction yourself. Sounds good. Awesome. I'm sure you guys will reconnect while there, here and there. But from this point on, at least for the next few weeks, we'll go for, based on an individual basis, and you'll all have your separate fun and adventures, and growth opportunities, information, gag gathering, whatnot. It is that you want, and uh, we'll reconvene probably a week or so before the um, summit, as the four, or as the three of you gather in some way, shape, or form.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Fun stuff. We got some, some things off of the list, and we got you two apart because I, as I was telling Stephen earlier, to, earlier today, it's almost like the way that we that we left last session was almost like you guys were walking down a hall, down, down a hallway, and said, "Okay, well, hey, man, it's great catch, catch up. It's great seeing you. All right, bye, bye." And then you both walk the same direction, like you <laughs> say goodbye, to them It's like, wait a minute, we're walking the same way kind of awkward to walk in a hallway so i wanted to have something here to bind you together do a few things you want to do anyways before we split you off so this feels mm-hmm. much more organic to me to truly say you two now are split one way or the other sounds good sense. awesome it's me well and there rachel will end the recording and uh steven i'll probably see this weekend hopefully let I me mean, no, yes. you know when